Are all minds clear? This is a different perspective and look at things that happen in life. I'm brave enough to start a conversation that matters. Be prepared to be intrigued, captivated, and entertained in a unique way. Who am I? This is Jared Gerard, a stylish, witty, distinguished gentleman who resides in the nation's capital, the District of Columbia. Let's do this. Welcome to Are All Minds Clear? So I know it's been some time since I last recorded a podcast. I would say, you know, mid-2023 or late-2023. Well, here we are, 2024. And I feel like in my spirit, I still have something to say. You know, I was looking at numbers and clicks and views, and I began to get discouraged because of the responses that I was getting. So what I decided to do, I just turned the podcast over into a 30-second Instagram reel, you know, with self-help, self-advice, encouragement, dating tools, just hitting on a few pointers to keep the concept alive. I know numbers can be funny. I remember a conversation I had with my son when he was here for the summer and we were talking about TikTok. And I mentioned, oh, I, you know, I just had about like 200 or so clicks on that one or views. So, I, you know, I didn't do it that much. And we were out driving and we seen, you know, a soccer team, you know, being a soccer game being played. And it was a large group of people. And of course, we had to maneuver our way through the traffic. And my son mentioned to me, he said, Dad, he said, do you re- realize that's about 200 people right there? And when I saw the numbers, it kind of encouraged my heart. So here I am back with a voice. I remember growing up in church and there were parts in the service where you would hear the question is posed. If there's one, let him come because the doors of my heart are open. You know, there'll be some recent headlines in the news and it seems like everything is under the microscope being exposed and exposure is that is all time high. In biology class as a sophomore, I couldn't wait until we dissected something live. And of course, we use microscopes, you know, to kind of look very closely to be able to distinguish the organs of the very subject that we were dissecting. And like I said earlier, in the news, in the headlines, everybody's being exposed. It's like the light is just being turned on and people who thought they got away with something, it's now coming back to haunt them. And, you know, I was having a conversation about something, uh, having a conversation to someone about it. And what I came to the conclusion of, I said, during the course of their time, I'm quite sure they got a prick at their heart or got a chance to kind of turn around or chance to air quote, repent from their or turn from their, you know, wicked ways and do something else. And then they possibly got comfortable. And now exposure is at its high. There's so much negativity, I feel like, and propaganda and, you know, so much hate and dislike, you know, that I find myself trying to seek 
alternatives such as cooking shows or sports or game shows or DIY or decorating or, you know, architectural, anything like that that's positive that I feel like is going to feed me and kind of help me fly above the situation. I use reading as a way to kind of take myself away. And with reading, you kind of can envelop yourself in stories and kind of it's a way to escape. And then there's sometimes when you're reading, it's more like a self-help book and there may be exercises so you can learn. So I definitely use reading. Uh, that's one of my go-to is I love reading. And one of the books that I'm reading uh, will have read is The Invisible Ache by Courtney B. Vance and Dr. Robin L. Smith. And it's a book about black men identifying their pain and reclaiming their power. I tell you by reading that book, you know, it really had some very good tools in there. It was a, it's a great community of uh, men. I know a lot of men have been reading it because, you know, in this community, in this sector, it therapy among black men is, is was really a big no-no. That was something that we just didn't hear, you know, or, you know, didn't hear about. It was so taboo. But there was an excerpt in this book that kind of make me had a different perspective. And it's on page 32 and it reads as follows. So many of us are willing to work out physically or to put long hours and effort into our professional careers. We work on everything but our mental and emotional health. But if those two areas aren't right, you can be the highest paying or the biggest superstar in the world, the finest specimen walking, and still be in the midst of hell. And I was like, oh, wow, that's, you know, that's good. That pretty much sums it up. And so reading this book over the summer, it just provided so many tools and I had to really sit and take my time with it. You know, something that you didn't want to kind of rush through and, you know, made notes here and there and highlighted this and say, I'm, well, I'm going to come back to this and read it again, which I'm doing right now as we're discussing the book. And then there's another area that I would like to talk about before we move on to another subject. And that's on page 35. And it reads, taking care of your heart and bettering your life is part of your divine birthright. Black men, you are indeed worthy. So it was gave me a sense of hope to see them discuss this book on the tour and to see so many groups of men in my community that got together and read the book and decided to go to therapy and get help for the trauma that they face. For 30 seconds of advice, follow my reels on Instagram at Are All Minds Clear? That's A R E. A-L-L-M-I-N-D-S-C-L-E-A-R. The posts are funny, helpful, and a resource that you can use for sure. My New Year started when I decided to truly live within my truth. That was a hard decision. And you say hard. Well, it was hard over time, but step by step, I got closer to doing that and standing in my truth and, you know, not being afraid to be labeled. You know, some people say, oh, my God, you're so mean or, or you're so stubborn or you're so honorary. And in my eyes view, I was not that 
I was just setting boundaries. And sometimes when you set boundaries, people can perceive them to be stubborn or honorary or, you know, like they said, mean. But I don't think I was. And because I did that, it allowed me, to, you know, just, just really enjoy the holidays and trying to just kind of bring you up since we're talking to 2024. And I think I'm, earlier I mentioned that I read the uh, Invisible Ache in the summer. And that's not true. I read the Invisible Ache this fall during the holidays. So that was during Thanksgiving and Christmas. Part of walking in that truth, I had to set myself a goal to let my actions out talk my words. I wanted my actions to be more pronounced and more seen than my words. I noticed that a lot of people say a lot of stuff. They quote a lot of stuff and they can, they know how to get to it and go to it and quote it. And, and it sounds good. But then when they put it in action, that's where they fail. And I realize I'm not a mistake. I'm not a misfit. I'm not irregular. Actually, I'm a designer's original, unique. And so are you. You know, one would believe or try to make you believe if you didn't fit the status quo or if you didn't do A, B, C, and then D, then you were going to bust hell wide open. Well, we would just have to see. And until then, I'm going to continue to honor and praise my creator while I still am here breathing, speaking, listening, encouraging, inspiring, and helping those that have an ear to hear. You all know I enjoy music, and what's been in heavy rotation lately is Apostolic. It's the new release by B. Slade, and the track that's playing in the background is 3-in-1. Check it out on all music platforms. As I begin to wrap up this episode, I wanted to talk about a post that I made earlier on my Instagram, Are All Minds Clear? And it was about change. Each second, each minute, hour, day, our lives change. And looking into the mirror, we can witness it right before our eyes. We become different. Our skin, our hair, the aches and the wear and tear on our body gradually turns us into a new version of ourselves. So I encourage the people, let's decide to make the best of what time we have left while we develop. You know, developing is just a part of life. Uh, when I look up the word change, immediately comes to mind to become different. Uh, to become altered or to pass gradually into to switch or to make a change or or to transfer. I even like the uh, like the definition to give change, to give or get an equivalent amount of money in lower denomination in exchange for. So, you know how we go to the cashier and say, may I have change for 20? 
So even that $20 bill that was once a single bill has to be broken down in order for change to be given. Either you're going to get it in dimensions of five or you can get ones, tens. You see how that works? Putting in time and expecting results. That's even a form of change. Eight years ago, almost to the date in March, I was in a transitional change. And here we are eight years to the present day and the exact same thing is going on. Nobody goes through tough times and not come out without scars of victory. I don't believe our experiences will leave us lacking. As a matter of fact, I feel like I'll be stronger as a result, even with exercise in our body. In order to build muscles, we're tearing muscles. Once again, going through that change. Hopefully something I said today encouraged you to keep going, to keep going, to keep moving step by step and don't give up because change is just around the corner. This concludes another episode of Are All Minds Clear? <laughs>